We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Salute to Knicks Nation. Knicks on the second of a back-to-back after controversial, tough late-game loss last night in Brooklyn. Going to Philly, go toe-to-toe with the top-ranked team in the East. And it looked all good, man, for the first three quarters, man. Knicks came out with energy. They came out with defense. Good ball movement, good teamwork. Great job by, uh, by Barrett, Randall, Burks. And it looked all good, man. They took a nine-point lead into the fourth, and that's when things started falling off, man. Six of teams started bouncing back. A couple of clutch buckets by Seth Curry. Clutch buckets by Tobias Harris. And once again, the Knicks falter in crunch time, man. Just could not get a bucket when they needed it the most. And they would once again fall to Philly, in Philly, by the score of 99 to 96, man. Absolutely brutal loss. Absolutely brutal loss. So, to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP Ashley Moss, CK2K. This is Knicks Post Game Live, presented by Manscaped. Man, man, oh man, I wanted that game. I, I wanted that game just like last night. And it was there for the taking, man. It was definitely there for the taking. But uh, with that nine point lead, Going into the fourth CK, I just felt like that second unit, you know, Fork Ma started killing us. You got no production out of Frank, zero from Obi. And then, you know, you shifted over to crunch time. We still had our looks, man, but I, I felt like we ran out of steam, ran out of gas. Julius and RJ missed a ton of uh, uh, easy ones, and, and we just couldn't we just couldn't close it, man. What would you think about this game, bro? Uh, we saw the back-to-back uh, take its toll, especially on Julius Randle, because like you just mentioned, towards the end, you can see he was just gassed, missing assignments. There was a, a, a random double team that he stepped up on towards the end of the game. And the biggest thing was free throws, man. We we, we were not putting ourselves in a position yeah. to close out that game. If we had made our free throws, who, know, who knows what kind of lead we could have had, what kind of cushion we could have had going into that fourth. Uh, I know, you know, there's a little controversy yet again, night two, 
uh, going into us, but just strictly talking about the Knicks, I feel like this was on this one was on us for sure. Like you said, Frank Nielakina gave us some nice little things defensively, but once yeah. again was a goose egg on the offensive end. We needed that. Obi seven minutes that could have gone to a shooter like Kevin Knox yet again, like you mentioned yesterday. Um, but yeah, this is one that I think we let get away from us, and I feel like it was a combination of the injuries are really catching up to us. Catching we need up. that depth. Yeah. Um, we definitely need that point guard play to bring us in uh, towards the end of that game because it was working throughout the game, but when it's time for the half-court play, we didn't have that guy yeah. to reel us in. And yeah, night two, uh, you could see the uh, just the whole, you know, we were just out of out of gas, out of gas in this game. So. Ran, ran out tough of gas, loss, man. Tough loss. Yeah, tough, tough loss. loss. Ran out of gas steadily near the end. And as you said, we only went nine deep once again on a second of a back-to-back. No right. D-Rose once again in the COVID protocol, but we sorely missed him, man. We needed a point guard down the stretch to help get easy buckets for our guys. And, you know, IQ did what he could in the starting position. He still kind of banged up. Uh, you know, he only had three assists, finished with uh, six of 11 from the field. Julius did have eight dimes, but we really needed a true point guard out there near the end because, you know, even Burks had a couple of bad turnovers <laughs> and RJ, I mean, Julius had a couple of bad turnovers down the stretch. Uh, we just couldn't get the offense organized, man. To, to get us some some clean looks, so uh, I thought that was part of the issue too. Ash, how, how you feeling today? What, what were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, I mean, agreeing with what CK said, we let this game get away from us, especially in those last three minutes. I would say it just really fell apart at the worst possible time. The first half of the game wasn't bad. I thought we did a good job at balancing. All the players were contributing in some aspect, especially with Julius Randle obviously being tired. He still was doing a good job at maybe not always scoring, but facilitating. Free throws are going to come back and haunt you at some point in the game. That's why they're called free throws. They're supposed to be free points. At one point, we're 11 and 19 from the line. That just can't happen. Those are free points you're supposed to get. Um, I think RJ did a good job in bits and pieces and spurts. Um, Obviously, you can't miss a wide-open shot from the baseline like that, like he did. That could have been the game stealer. That could have been what held us had us walking away tonight with a win. But there was a lot of things, too many costly turnovers. There was too many um, – we were giving the 76ers too much space in those last three minutes, like I said, five to three minutes rather, where the Sixers were just getting comfortable and we were letting them get comfortable getting certain shots up. So yeah. there was just a lot of things that we did wrong at the wrong – at the worst possible time. And I'll get into the officiating later in the show, but I, I'm not happy with that either. But I can't put that on the refs. That – play or misplay miscall rather did not make or break this game there were a lot of things that were a domino effect that had a hand in the pot way before we even got there it, it was tough man and, and Julius ran out of gas as you said they, they gave him too much room you know Fork Moss went off early in that fourth there was one play where Julius tried to double off a of Seth Curry of all people to help, you know, Bullock on Tobias Harris. And I know Tobias got cooking later in the fourth, but you're going to leave one of the best three-point shooters in the league open, wide open. I saw it in slow-mo, CK. I'm like, don't yeah, do man. it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Left him wide open for a three-pointer, man. And, you know, that those are momentum-shifting plays. Those are momentum-shifting plays, man. But, you know, I, I loved RJ's game all day. You know, he was attacking Ben Simmons. He was going right at Ben Simmons all day, was unafraid, bully Barry, getting into the paint, doing everything that he wanted to do. Uh, and just, you know, late game, he just, you know, he had a he had a mid-range wide open where he, uh, he may have gotten yeah. away with a backcourt, but bricked the mid-range similar to last night. And then uh, late in the game where, where Julius looked like he may have gotten away with a travel or so, gets it to RJ, and then RJ kind of misses that little seven-footer. You know, the chances were there, man. They, they had their yeah. chances. 
and, and it just faltered. I just think, again, you know, there, there was a multitude of issues here, but part of the issue is that when you look at Frank, and some people wonder, well, why doesn't Frank play? You look at nights like tonight, because, yes, his defense was good, but you shoot four air balls tonight, Frank, three or four air balls. Like that, we need, you know, you, you got to give the bench a spark, man. And once again, another zero-point performance and the air ball and mid-range jumpers. Yeah. You know, OB, same thing. People look at the stats, he say, well, he only played seven minutes. But part of his ineffectiveness is why you have more minutes tacked on for Julius. And Julius has to jump back in early in the fourth quarter. OB is unplayable right now. That's just the God-honest truth. You got to put Kevin Knox back in there. And, and and see what he can do because if you're gonna have Obi out there in the corners, you give it to Kevin Knox and and he'll let it fly. Especially in a game like tonight, because we definitely needed that floor spacing. And that was what was working in the first half. Yeah. That's what was working because we were making our shots, we were making ourselves available for those shots, and it was helping us play inside and outside. Because we saw R.J. Barrett doing a great job on the inside, drawing fouls, doing what he has to do. And at the same time, Alec Burks was helping us. Julius, in the beginning at least, was making some shots. And then Kevin Knox coming in, I mean, just hoping that he would continue how he was playing when he was playing, that would only help us stretch it out. And the biggest factor, like you mentioned, is to take some minutes off of the 40 that uh, Julius Randle yeah. had to play tonight because that was the biggest thing. Like you said, Obi wasn't really giving us anything in the seven minutes, and that's why we had to give the minutes to Julius because tonight's not a kind of night where we can just, you know, hopefully we can get through it because this is the 76ers, the number one team in the East, you yeah. know, and they showed that tonight. They they definitely did something that Brooklyn didn't do last night. Yeah, I'm going to take my shot, but, I mean, <laughs> they, they put us in the corner and they, they, they killed us, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, Brooklyn let it, kept us in the game the entire night. The 76ers, the minute they took that lead over, you could tell that they were, they were not going to take their uh, knees off our neck, and yeah. they, did, they did that tonight. So we got to be prepared for that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, gotta and be also prepared. with, you know, Joel Embiid not being in the game, that was a huge difference maker. It even laying, it even the playing field drastically because had he been in this game, it would have been a completely different competition. And I think because he wasn't in the game, Randall was even allowed, was even able to get up more shots. And I think he would have had Embiid been there, and he really should have taken advantage more than I think that he did because there's no there's no blockage there. There's nobody yeah. to block your shot. There's nobody to go ahead and contest your shot. You basically have wide open range to shoot, wide open range to score if you can go ahead and do so. And I just don't think he took advantage of it. And that's not going to happen again because this team is different. Like I said, when Embiid is part of the team, is on the court. So this was a game that we could have easily pulled out had we played smart basketball towards the last stretch. And we didn't. We let it get away from us and we let it get too far away from us at the wrong possible time, at the worst yeah. possible time. It, it was tough, man. And he took a bad fall, too. Uh, Dwight Howard blocked yeah. his dunk attempt. He, he had no lift, no legs. He was dead tired. Yeah. And Dwight threw him. Could have snapped his wrist. You know, lucky he just fell on his back because uh, he took a, he took a, a weird landing there. And that could have yeah. been dangerous for Julius. So good thing that he got out unscathed from that. And, but, and yeah. also, I mean, listen – as much as I want to go in on Randall and and be hard on him, he just came off of an intense game. I mean, it's a short turnaround. It's not an excuse because this is what you get paid to do, but it's it it happens. These back to backs, especially when you come off a back to back like a game against Brooklyn that happened the night before, where you had that infamous just like call that people are still talking about still debating it weighs on you but we said that you cannot go into this game with that game weighing on your mind weighing on your body it, it, you have to go in brand new legs yeah. brand new mindset and they just they they look lethargic in some yeah. courts 
parts of this game, and it, it caught up to them. I thought it was really just the fourth. I was surprised at yeah. the energy, you know, the, especially in the third. In the third, yeah. they really started clamping up on defense. My guy Alec Burks got a block shot. We was getting out in transition. I mean, every time you see the Knicks get out in transition, you get wide-eyed because <laughs> you just never see it that often. As good yeah, as their man. defense is, they're just not as opportunistic as most. And so whenever you see them getting out there, it's just a revelation. And the third, they really had it. But then in the fourth, the Sixers defense started turning up. Thibel started getting his stops. And like I said, fourth mile started going off. Curry and, and, and Milton. And it just, um, when their second unit brought them back into the game and you didn't even have Harris and Simmons in there, I was like, yeah, this, this is yeah. going to get rough. It's and speaking get of rough, speaking man. of Thibault, I don't want to fi- I don't want to say it's to fire up all the Frank haters, but mm-hmm. Thibault is like the perfect example of which the minimal you need from Frank Nilakina. Thibault's not a scorer either; he's not a shooter. But when he when he was called on and he was open, he hit the shots. You know, he didn't have many points tonight. I think it was only what six, seven, something like that. He didn't have too many points tonight, but he's yeah. the perfect example. He was one for four, just like Frank. But at least he hit the one key three that helped him get back into that game on top of that playing solid defense on us throughout the entire time he was getting his miss I think he played 17 uh, minutes tonight so like when I see Thibault I'm looking at Frank it's like bro that's all we need like if you can just yeah, give, man. give us one bucket air like balls that, on doing, mid-range that's bare minimal like, on you know, mid-range. so good defensively for us again tonight but you got you got to give us something man. like you said spark on the bench you got to give us some kind of I offense. was oh, man Frank it's so hard it's so hard to be in the Frank Hive man it's so hard to be a member of the Frank <laughs> yeah. Hive man I just, yeah. yo, I could, I could not understand what I was seeing out there. Because, like I yeah. said, it, the defense is there, but yeah. offensively, he literally gives you zero. Literally yeah. gives you zero, and, and so that hurt, man. So another tough loss. Salute to everybody in the chat, man. Hit that thumbs up button for your squad. CP Ashley Moss, CK Two K in the building. Want to salute some super chats in here. Uh, Stanley Carinard in here says maybe we were too hard on Alfred and maybe and we definitely need Rose back. I love Quick, but let's stop the starting point guard talk. He ain't ready for that yet. Yeah, I mean, listen, Quick Quickly's in there to score. Um, he's going up there yeah. he's, when he's in that starting lineup. He's, he's playing against different guys. This is why Tibbs has him in those situations, coming off the bench, going up against second units, guys that he can match up a little bit better with. And, and uh, you know, I, I thought his, his ability as a facilitator has kind of tapered off as the season has progressed, and they've used him more as a shooter. Tonight, you know, whether it was injuries or not, again, he, he just – we didn't get enough uh, from a facilitation standpoint at it quickly. RJ had his moments. Julius cer- certainly had his moments. But uh, we need D. Rose. We need D. Rose. And, and sure, Peyton uh, can certainly help in terms of his uh, dribble penetration, but we, we really need Rose. And uh, today, Tibbs really didn't have a timetable for him. He said he was still recovering. So I'm not sure um, – not sure what's going to happen there. And to bounce off that Frank – idea concept that tk said i think right now it just you want more from frank because you need more from frank i think right. if you're on a team that necessarily didn't need him to score what he's able to contribute to the team wouldn't be that big of a deal it, you wouldn't it wouldn't bother you as much but because mm-hmm. you don't have the scores you don't have the offensive help it's like if you can't score, if you can't give me some points, get off the floor because we need all the help we can get. And that's just the way that this team is, construct, is constructed. I think that if we were formed differently and you had four shooters, four consistent strong shooters, and then Frank was on the floor, it wouldn't make a difference. It's just right now yeah. it's just like an elephant, you know, in a in a pen with a bunch of lambs. Like it just right. stands out because it's just so different than what you need. But I think if the team changes – which hopefully it does because we need it to, 
I don't think that will be such a problem. I mean, you still want points, but mm-hmm. it won't make or break whether or not Frank can contribute, really. Yeah. See, and I think both of your guys' comments go together. I think both both of what you guys just said with the IQ comment and the Frank comment, it just comes down to the the the, the they they need to go back to the bench, and that's in the most uh, respectful way possible. That's not me saying that they're bench players. No. It just works better when Frank has that off-guard score next to him, yeah. IQ, D. Rose. And, yeah, like uh, like you were saying, CP, like it just comes back to the injuries. You know what I'm saying? I, I love IQ, and I, I'm really happy to see him get these starts. But his, his role, at least for this rookie year, and what it's been really effective is he's that guy off the bench because with without him on the bench, our bench just looks lost for points. Alex yeah. Burks. Thank you tonight, but at the same time, then there was instances we saw again in that fourth. So, yeah. yeah, I just think it just comes down to just our depth and our, our injuries right now. We hear the Nets fans talking about, we don't have KD, we don't have Laker. Well, yeah, all right, cool. Those are two superstars we're waiting on. We're missing our team in general. We're missing a, a third point guard. We're missing another big man, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, I think that once we get ourselves back healthy, you know, Rose is back and uh, Mitch is back and everything like that, we can get the players that need to be on the bench helping that second unit back and yeah. have the starters back. So I and think it's all going to come together. And I think also this is a little bit different than the Obi situation because Obi was drafted to not only contribute on defense but to score. Yeah. Um, he is supposed to be NBA ready. So, yes, maybe if you surround him or you have a team more – you have a team stronger offensively and a team that has more shooters on it, then maybe Obi's shortcomings or how long it's going to take him to develop, which I think is going to be a couple of seasons if he's in the franchise that long. It's going to take him a few seasons. It probably won't be such a huge deal to the fans or the front office or the coaching staff, it probably will actually help him develop maybe at a quicker pace, not because now he doesn't have the pressure on him. I just think right now the spotlight is on everybody. So everybody's Mm -hmm. strengths and everybody's weaknesses are magnified because there's so many holes in the team that what you can't contribute, you are under a microscope. And it's just, unfortunately, that's just the name of the game when you're playing on a team that needs a lot of help. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up on the squad. CP Ashley Moss, CK2K in the building. Let me salute some uh, some more super chats that have come in. The Rhyme Animal Chuck D sends us a super chat. He says, um, let me find it here. Salute to Chuck. He says, OB is needed and facts that he's not ready. Rookie deer in the headlights. He should be watching Julius. Frank is uh, a <laughs> forward and uh three. He should be watching Bullock. Knox should be watching Burks. Noel's been solid behind Mitch. No doubt. Salute to Chuck. And salute to Ruel Wilson, $50 Super Chat. Definitely appreciate that. He also says, um, Knicks are a scoring guard, a two-way wing away from being a real threat. Obi needs a real offseason, and Frank needs to pack his baguettes. Frank needs to pack his baguettes. So, salute to that. Um, yo. France, at least send him first class or business class. Yeah. Long flight. Frank, Frank hasn't had it, man. Frank hasn't had it. But, yo, let me let me address something real quick, man, because, you know, it's a lot of people in the chat um, saying a lot of nonsense in the chat about Jay Ellis and all of that. And it's just not necessary. A lot of people don't, you know, speaking, speaking about things that they're, they're not really very clear on. Um, listen, in this thing. Everybody has their own channels. Knicks Fan TV has always been my channel. Ashley has her own. CK has her own. Jay Ellis has his own. When you grow in this thing, you know, obviously this is a show that me and him have collaborated on. But sometimes people have different visions for how they want to grow their own channel. And like I said, it's a lot of content creators in this space. Everybody wants to build their channel according to their vision. 
and JL says building the Nick of Time show according to his vision. It's no personal beef. People need to stop throwing that out there. It has nothing to do with the people that are on this show. People need to stop throwing that out there. It has nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, there's no personal animosity, so people need to stop throwing that out there. Please, and just understand that, listen, when you grow, again, sometimes you, you don't see eye to eye on certain things, and everybody has to do what's best for them. So I'm doing what's best for Knicks Fan TV. JLS is doing what's best for his channel, and, and that's that. Down the road, I'm sure we'll collaborate again, but that's just what it is. It's nothing personal. It's nothing like that. People need to stop throwing baseless things out there because they have no idea what's really going on, and and it's not even that deep. Honestly, it's not even that deep. We all here to talk Knicks. There's a ton of content creators out there talking Knicks, and like I said, everybody's charting their own course in these uncharted waters. So so that's basically all I'm going to say on that. All right? So let's get to the phones and let me hear from um, Will from L.I. Will, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's going on, C.K. Ashley? How you guys doing this uh, this evening? Good, bro. What's good, bro? Hey, man. Listen, man. Listen, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, all right? But this is this is going back to what I, what I had talked to you about, C.T., when you had Ian Begley mm-hmm. on that one, two, and three. You know, we face those teams. This this is officially the trifecta, the Phillies, the Nets, and the Bucks. Now, when it came to the game yesterday, I was very proud of our team. Our, our team fought their asses off, and they and it's games like those that kind of shows me, that kind of makes me, uh, kind of explains the reason why I'm in love with this team, of why the grit and everything. But the fact of the matter is, the Nets didn't have Kate. Today, the 76ers didn't have Embiid. Uh, the Hawks just won. We're officially eighth in the East. And right now, listen, I'm still trying to – it's not that, that – there isn't that far of a space between the Heat and the Hornets. It's only two games, and then the Hornets are there right there with 20 with us. So, right there, I'm still trying to get to that four or five. But I still stand back. If we're not in that fourth or five or that fourth or fifth seed, we just can't even be in this thing because we're going to get steamrolled with these players. I just don't think we stand a chance going up against the 76ers team with Embiid or a Nets team with KD, and then we already saw what the Bucks did to us. So it's just, for me, I just feel like if we're in 6, 7, or 8, we should just go ahead and go for that draft, man. <laughs> but if we're in that 4 for yeah. 15, we can try to do our thing. I'm going to just leave it on that, man. Y'all yeah, but... Good night. I'm going to keep us into the rest of the Well, show. it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Where they end up, they end up. And and if they still end up in this thing, I still think they're going to end up at the very least in this playing game, right? So that's 10th. At the very least... I think it, so, too. They'll end up there. Should we, though? That's the question. At that point, just to play in, to fight what... To, yeah. You see these teams. These teams are monsters, bro. I don't know. Even you scared, bro? You sound like you scared, bro. If you scared, go to church, man. Yeah, Will, Will you surprising me right now, Will? From this whole thing. Will, you surprising me, man. You fell off, bro. We don't have talent. We don't have talent, bro. We need talent. This guy's scared of the smoke, man. Will, I'm going to put you – I got to put you in timeout, man. Sometimes I'll be having to put to put Will in timeout, man. Are you ducking the smoke, Will? Come on, bro. Listen, we all know it's going to be a tall order, right, if they finish 6, 7, 8. Of course. You're gonna be looking at the Bucks, the Nets, Sixers. We all know that, but it is what it is. It's not like they're gonna—they're not gonna tank. And they're not gonna try to get out of that position. As I've always said, if they—if they make it, 
They've earned it. If they don't make it, they need more talent. Either way, they need more talent. But what I'm saying is it's either they they were good enough to make it or or they're not. You let the chips fall where they may. Listen, and also, regardless of where you fall in the playoff standings, obviously, one, a championship is not going to happen this year. Let's just make that known. It's just not going to happen. So anywhere you fall in the playoffs, you're building multiple things. You're building character. You're building experience. And also, you're dipping your toe in the pool, if you will. You're getting these guys their mouth wet for what it's like to compete in a playoff-type environment. So now they have something to work towards next season. Now they have something to experience and want that feeling back. You're going to have to rebuild, or you're going to have to add on to your rebuilding, continue rebuilding anyway. Any way you slice it, you need more talent. Whether you're the sixth seed, whether you're the fifth seed, whether you're the eighth seed, the ninth seed, the tenth seed, you're going to need more talent regardless. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to go ahead and head in that direction and start adding talent and continue the rebuild, then go ahead and do it, but get these guys the experience of what it's like to play in a playoff environment, to get that feeling. You can't recreate that feeling during the regular season. It's only going to help them. It's only going to be beneficial to their development as a team and as individual players. So why tank and develop and 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 reward a losing culture with draft picks? I don't believe in that. You want to go ahead and play in the NBA? You want to play for the New York Knicks? You go out there and earn it every single game. You go, you show us why we're the New York Grits. Go out yeah. there and show me some energy. We're not tanking over here. Tanking's for losers, and we're not losers. Not yeah. anymore. We're not doing but, that. But, but, Sorry. But, you know, CJ, we'll, we'll talk like, you know, even if we make the fourth or fifth, like there's easy games. You're 20 and 21 for a reason. They're an yeah. average team that's overachieving. They're playing with house money. Yep. Just as just as much as they could get swept out of 6, 7, 8, they could get swept out of the 4, 5. Yep. You know, yep. That, that that's all That's all it is. We just got to let the chips fall where they may, man. Just, just let it fall where they may. Guys, sometimes we got to put Will on timeout, man. Sometimes you be wild. <laughs> now, Will, you're my guy, man. You already know. Xavion uh, from New Jersey, what's going on, bro? Hey, CPICK. What's up, guys? It's a pleasure. Hey, what's going on, um, man? How you doing? I wanted to talk a little bit about Obi. I wanted to talk about Obi Thompson, man. Like, I feel like the Knicks fans, like, the one thing I never liked about Knicks fans, I've been a Knicks fan all my life, right? Mm-hmm. We are very impatient. We are very impatient. We we have multiple lottery picks on our team mm-hmm. that we have just not been patient with. Frank, Kevin, uh, RJ, and the list will go on. Mm-hmm. All right? Obi Toppin, we, we drafted him with different expectations. We had different circumstances when we drafted him. All right? Everybody wanted Obi to be the Obi that he was at Dayton. He's a rookie. I understand he's 23 yeah. and he's NBA ready, but he is a rookie mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You know, Julius, nobody expected Julius to do what he's doing. We wanted Julius gone for, for Terry Rozier before the season started. Yeah, that's true. Nobody <laughs> expected Julius to do what he's doing right now. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. if anything, what Ashley was saying earlier, Obi is in an ideal situation right now. He can take his time to develop. Learn under Julius Randle was playing at an insane rate this year, and we could worry about all that a few a few years down the line. You know, Obi yeah. Obi Toppin he needs time to develop, man. I just want Knicks fans to understand yeah. that because like there's a lot of people calling him a bust. We can't call him a bust. He's a rookie. 
No, he's, he's not necessarily a bust. And pre- appreciate the call. The only problem is, is the only problem with the Obi thing is this: the coach right now they, they're trying to win, right? That's obvious, right? It's not about just developing all these young guys and playing all these young guys. They're trying to win, and as he says, he's going to put the, the players out there that gives him the best chance of winning. Obi's not doing that for you right now. Mm-hmm. That's just the, that's just point blank. He's not giving you that right now. So. If we're going to go along that, that path of trying to win these games and push for the playoffs, then from that mindset, I'm saying you can't play him because he's giving you zero every night. You, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that's, that's just my perspective. I you feel think the added fear got to come around with the age as well? I think that's also something that's really big on a lot of the impatient yes. fans' minds yeah. because, you know, they're he's, he's already, what, 23, 24? So they're <laughs> thinking that wait, he got such a short window when – I don't necessarily think that's the case. Uh, like the, the caller just said at the very end, he's in a perfect situation to improve his game year two, if, if that's the case, because he's got the perfect role model right in front of him, having the year of his life, putting in the work. So I, 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 to me, I, yeah, I think it's just like you mentioned, the situation is just, it's just different. I don't necessarily think that's a negative for him. It's just this, yeah. this is the end of the year, and, and that's going to be fun. Put the work in. You'll be fine. Julius Randle is 26, 27? Julius about right. to be 27. So he, he's just now hitting. He's now figuring it out, right. Yeah. He's just now figuring it out as a player. Exactly. I don't think what, at least for me, I don't think that the age should be an issue. I can understand. I agree. People, I completely agree. I can understand why people are a little apprehensive and a little bit taken aback because he, Obi on his scouting report, top of the list was that he was supposed to be NBA ready. So now you're looking at all these different things that come into play. Well, if he's not NBA ready at 23, is he going to be NBA ready at 25? Yes. It's yes. just this was just a freak year. It wasn't able for he wasn't able to go ahead and have the same rookie experience that a lot of other rookies have, and it hindered his development. Not to mention that he was hurt, but when the season started, so there's a lot of things that were stacked against him. I'm not so worried about his age. 23 is not old by any means. A lot of players are not that great at 23, and two, three years later are 10 times better than they were at 23. So mm-hmm. I'm not worried about that. Obviously, like I said, the fact that he was supposed to be NBA ready and he clearly is not, I can understand why you're upset. I'm a little disappointed by it because I rallied for Obi Toppin to be drafted to New York for like months, thinking that this was going to be a go-ahead. The minute he stepped on the court, he was ready to go. Boom, we're in here like swimwear. That just didn't happen. It just didn't happen that way. I think Obi, de- I think Obi deserves a shot where he's able to go through the motions like any other player before him has been able to go through, and then you go ahead and you make some sort of assessment on him. Doing it now is not fair. Yes, I do think while the G League was still going on, I would have preferred Obi to go in there, get the development he needed, get the time that he needed, because I don't think that Tibbs was going to go was going to give it to him. But the G League's done. That's over. So that book has closed. So here we are, and we just got to wait. It's just a waiting game with Obi. That it really is what it is. Yeah, I, t- I told y'all this is going to be a problem, man. I told y'all this is going to be a problem, man. We'll see it's what happens. It's not a problem. It's a problem, man. I'm it's telling you, it's a problem. it's a problem. Right now, it's, it's not a problem. It's a problem. The kid and oh, and Julius cannot, they're not going to share the court together. In that sense, yeah. That is the problem, Ash. I keep saying it. He does not compliment Julius right now. He doesn't compliment I, him right, right now. Right, yeah. Right now. I don't see it. 
I just don't see it. I think it, we'll it became a problem. I don't think it was a problem it at wasn't. first. <laughs> I think it's become a problem yeah. because Julius Randle took the step that he took. I think yeah. it's 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 becoming a problem. I, I see what you're saying, CP. Yeah. But I didn't, I, at first, I didn't think it was going to be a problem because yeah. everyone, like 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 the caller just said, everyone was expecting Julius Randle to get traded by deadline this year. Everybody was saying it. Everybody was thinking he was going to put his stats up. We were going to trade him off for Terry Rozier or some kind of draft pick, and Obi was going to get his moment to shine because we were just rebuilding. We weren't competing for nothing, and that changed. So I think True. you're right. I think now it's becoming a problem because now we're talking about extending Julius and this, that, and the third. Where does Obi fall on that? But I, at in the same breath, I'm with Ash on this. I think it's – Way too soon to get worried about him. I think it's something that we, we we can see get figured out in the in the long haul, and maybe he does end up fighting his spot on this rotation next year. But like like we've been saying, I think this year we're seeing what we're gonna get from Obi Toppin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And on top of that, I mean, like people are expecting the front office to have been psychics, like Madam Cleo, like sitting behind a desk with a crystal ball, <laughs> like seeing what the future was gonna Listen. look like. We drafted Obi because we needed him based on what Julius Randle did not do the previous season. We need a younger person of his position, somebody that can be part of the franchise for the long term. Nobody in their right mind, even me, even me, who is the captain of the Randall Railroad, expected this kind of a turnaround from last season to this season. Now, the minute I saw it happening in the first few games, I said, Randall's here to stay, yes. But last season, if you would have told me that Julius Randall was going to be an all-star, that this was the Julius Randall I was going to see, I would have thought you were crazy. But here we are. So if I didn't predict it, if the fans didn't predict it, who are much more in tune and and dedicated to the game than I think a lot of the professionals are, then there's no possible way you can expect the front office to have known that Julius Randle's going to have this turnaround. It it just has become a problem, but it wasn't from day one. Uh, It's just here we are. Let's go to the phones. Bruce from Allentown, what's going on? Hey, guys, CP, Ashley. DK, first time call. You guys are doing a great job. I just want to tell y'all that. Appreciate it, bro. I've been watching the show for a minute. Yeah, I've been watching the show for a minute, and I've been a Knicks fan for a long time. My first game was listening to him on radio in 1970. I done seen Connie Hawkins, Pistol Pete, a a whole bunch of players from way back in the day. But my point I want to make is uh, the guy, Will, I was listening to Will, Mm -hmm. and now he don't want the smoke. He's talking about tanking. We ain't about tanking. Ashley's right. Ain't no tanking in this game. If he, you got to realize when we were in, in 2000, we was the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. If we thought about tanking, we wouldn't have made it to the finals. From the eighth seed to the finals. Mm-hmm. So if we the tenth seed and we make the playoffs, because you can make it as a tenth seed, but if you put it all together as a tenth seed, you can still go to the finals. That's a tenth seed. Mm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, 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 I'm not expected a Cinderella season like that, Brooklyn. Bruce. Yeah, no, but, I'm just saying, but we ain't scared of them. Yeah, you got to go afraid. out and play if you want to win. And another thing, as far as Obi Toppin is concerned, mm-hmm. people looking for Obi to be uh, this uh, this uh, big time rookie, but. See, Obi, Obi needs that right point guard. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. If he ain't got that Chris Paul, that Lamelo ball, right. that Lonzo ball, that's gonna that's gonna go full court with him and hit him with the alley oops. He ain't gonna. He's not gonna be productive in this system. Right. Certain players are productive in the system that's run for them, and this is not the right system without the right point guard for Obi. That's that, all I want to say. Yeah, that's a fact. That I agree with you on 100. percent Yeah. Definitely agree with that. It's, it's not the right system for him, and we don't and we don't have the personnel for him yet. Yet, 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Until we get CK's guy Lonzo Ball. Uh, nah, I'm just you know I'm just adding to the to the Lonzo. Was it the Zoda and Wi-Fi? Y'all know what it is. Chat nah, yeah. you know, Lonzo chaos. Bruce yes. got a lot of Zoda and Y. Bring him in. Bruce got a lot of faith, man. He's thinking nine he's nine so Cinderella man. story for us out here, man. I respect I, it. I respect, I respect it. it, Bruce. I just don't see it, man. I just don't see it. It's and a I lot see, of firepower. I see the chat there. saying we needed a point guard. We shouldn't have drafted Obi. Did we not get quickly? I'm confused. Yeah, it's just the, the verdict. Quick, the verdict is, is not what I do. Satisfactory IQ, for you guys, like of course, I'm, I'm of course. It's just, it's just a, it, the verdict is going to be out on him. You know uh, whether yeah. he's going to be the the point guard long term or um, a, a more of a tweener combo. I look at him more as a tweener combo right now, and I still think I would still look into this draft for a true point, a true facilitating point. Of course, point. or one but would bet one would. Concept of building is you yeah. do it step by step, block by block. At the time, Obi was a necessity because nobody knew Julius Randle was going to go ahead and become what he became. You still got the point guard that you needed. Now, is he going to go ahead and suffice for the point guard position at, in its entirety as you would like? Probably not. No, but that's what you do the next season. And I mean, I feel like we're I feel like we're kind of you know, picking at straws, if you will, if that's the saying. I don't even know if that's the saying. I just made it up. If it isn't, then here it is. I made it. So we're, kind of, we're kind of just nitpicking at things. Like, we don't have any options. We have so many different right. options to get to the same destination, which is to build a solid, strong team that is a contender for many, many seasons to come. Why are we acting like we don't have the options available? We have them. They're there. Everybody breathe. It's going to be time. okay. We'll, we'll give him some time. So to Tim Kim in the chat. He says, um, sounds, sends a super chat. He says, sad to see the dude who averaged 21 points per game can't crack some minutes in an injury riddle guard rotation. Free my boy Jared Harper. So he wants Jared Harper in here. All right. Uh, Emil Boumansour sends an Australian super chat. He says, uh, tough loss. Bench play was terrible. Alec Burke's doing his best to shoot us out the game. Uh, not only today, but yesterday also. Not like we have anyone else to shoot, but still quickly with a bad three to end it. Yeah, I thought Burks had a good third quarter, though. I didn't think Burks had a terrible game. I was looking for him in the fourth when, when Julius was throwing the ball all over the place. I was like, yeah, Burke, give Burks some touches. You what did you feel about the, uh, the IQ shot, though? I didn't like it. The last, the last, ex- the, the last plays of the game, I thought it was terrible. But like I said, it was just late-game execution was horrendous. You know, IQ shot was terrible. Bullock shot was terrible. It was 14 seconds left. They running around with chickens without heads. Hmm. Oh, know? it's grasping at straws, not picking at straws. Yeah. Oh, you said pick. I was about to say, I thought you said it right. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I knew I got the straws part right, so it's grasping <laughs> at straws. I, I didn't like it. What what'd you guys think in the chat, man, about the quickly about execution? <laughs> what'd you guys think about that late game execution? 15 seconds Terrible. left. I didn't like it, man. I, I didn't like it. But, you know, these are growing pains of a young team with, with a young point guard. You know, trying to make a play. And I, I guess he was, you know, trying to get it out early just in case they could get the rebound and get some more attempts. But I just felt like they rushed that shot. Yeah. I, I agree with that. And I, and I understand that thought process because, I mean, we were in transition. We had numbers. So if you missed it, we possibly could have got the rebound, which we ended up getting because it was a long miss. But at the mm-hmm. same time, that that was not the shot. Yeah. So, yeah, it just, like you say, it looked like we had no 
<laughs> no plan at all for that final play. And yeah, then it came down to, you know, the controversial out yeah. of bounds thing by Reggie Bullock. Yeah, it just was all around. I, I can't put that one on the rest because I think that was on us. We, that was, Reggie, that shot was terrible. This, was terrible. this was them. another one I wanted at, um, I'm waiting for the And didn't we say to stop yes. letting Reggie play in the fourth? I know yeah. we're shorthanded, <laughs> yes. but I'm pretty sure I said that. Yeah. I, I told you, man. Second half, ever. Reggie like, is not the guy. Second half, Reggie runs out of gas, man. He runs out of gas. So, um, where's this play? I'm trying to find this play. Oh, yeah, this was a play as well. 26 seconds left when Julius got it to RJ on the baseline. He had an easy seven-footer. and Oh, man, he just ripped. He hits the back rim on a, on a fadeaway. Oh, man, you got to have some touch. He's just got to work on his touch, man. Yeah, the layup that he missed, I can't remember who it was at the end of the game uh, where we could have – it was early on in the season where we could have won the game and he missed that easy layup. And now RJ got this one to add to the list. It's good, man. It's going to help him grow. Help the 20-year-old grow. He's going to need these. You know, shots that he's going to make growing I know he missed one at the Heat game and I was sick. Yeah. Was that the layup? Is that yeah. the one? I and, think then Tyler, and then Tyler Hero got the ball. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Game was over. That yeah. was the one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. sick. Yeah. Growing pains, man. Growing pains. Grow, man. It's all right. Yeah, Sorry, man. RJ. Let's You're get back to the phones. You're still my nine, God, RJ. Still all love. I Let, defend you to the end. Let's get back to the phones. <laughs> let's go to um, Wesley out in L.A. Wesley, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, y'all? What up, man? Um, good, good, good. Um, Real quick, I'm a Sixers fan. I'm from Philadelphia, wait, wait, whatever. Wait. And um, I'm a Sixers fan. Yeah. What what can we do for you, sir? But, um, but <laughs> I was um, no, I just wanted to say like I was impressed with the Knicks because I ain't seen y'all play all year. Okay. But um, that 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 was a good show, and I know there's no moral victories, but that was that was pretty good. Um, and I wanted to see what y'all take of of the um, y'all young boy that y'all got. He looked pretty good today. That R.J. Barrett. Yeah. I wanted to see what y'all, what your opinion, opinion of him okay. moving forward. And, and I just, you know, what I mean, because the Knicks been been bad for a long time, but y'all got a new coach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It looked like the culture is changing a little bit. I like oh, that. You know I mean, sounds so sound like you want to become a Knicks fan, Wesley. Wesley is that what you're trying to say, bro? There's no Sixers fan TV, so we appreciate gotta, you coming gotta, with respect. Come through, bro. But it sounds like you want to root for the team. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to be a Knicks fan? Well, let me tell you. Well, let me tell you real quick. Like, I got I got a, a, a thing for New York because I went to school there. I went to um, LIU in Brooklyn. <laughs> Peeling so, back the way um, as he came. You know, I got a lot of Knicks friends and stuff. You okay. Know what I mean? so all right. I used to go to the garden all the time, go see Mulberry all day, you know what I mean? So, all right. You know, so I got on your way. You're on your way. You're on your way. That RJ Barrett's the guy you're talking about. All right. Now, but I appreciate need you to expedite your appreciate application. Appreciate it. Right, 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 right. You know, the, the chat wanted me to pack him up. I was giving him some time. I wanted to hear. He came with respect. He came, Exactly. You know I ain't saying? mad at him. He came with respect. I was going to ask him his application. Yeah. He was just yeah. he had to tell me his favorite New York neck of all time. Yeah. That's all. He's, a, he's a Philly bull out there in yeah. L.A. But he, he I, I feel like he's rocks with the orange and blue heavy, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. He's just That's a little cool, like he's not so sure of himself. Because, you know, Philly's at the top of the heap. You know what I'm saying? And so he mm-hmm. wants to flex at the top. But I feel yeah, like he came with respect, man. We'll, we'll shout sure him out. Yeah. He can come on over, just bring Seth Curry with him. We will take him. We'll take him. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's hard out here. There's no Sixers fan TV. You know, they, there's no Nets fan TV. No they, Nets they, fan TV, right? They want to play. They want a place Line to call day. home. Line of the day. They, they want a place to call home. So, you know, it just it just is what it is. And um, and, and speaking of which, <laughs> versus Calvin Four. 
kicked off today. Oh, my broom. Went back into the lion's den with the broom. Taking on Max Kellerman. Covered a lot of Knicks versus Nets. Covered uh, Julius, RJ. I went in there. I was poised. I was confident in my takes. Schooled them on a couple of things. You know what I mean? Threw some analytics out there. Shook it up a little bit. You know what I mean? They don't do that on ESPN Radio. They just talk about hot takes and James Dolan and whatnot. Mm. So it was a good showing. And then in the end, came out of there with a weekly spot. Every Tuesday, CP and Max Kellerman. So definitely appreciate uh, everybody at ESPN. Appreciate the Kellerman show. 4-0. on Kellerman. Oh, yeah, it was a good show, man. It's so good they got to use you for views, man. They, yeah. cut, they cut your whole uh, yeah. segment and put it on their channel, man. And yeah. they, they using you as some analytic uh, data and as there we some, go. Uh, uh, they, a review on R.J. Barrett, bro. You see they, that? No, I didn't they see it. They put it on ESPN? Man. They put it on ESPN. I didn't see it. They did, man. They, they, but they didn't even name it, you know, Max Kellerman. No, they said R.J. Barrett uh, uh, growth in year two or something like that. And it's you, it's you breaking it down. Breaking it down. It's using you, Breaking bro. it down. Knicks fan TV. ESPN, I'm saying. You already have yeah, TP. Yeah. Call your girl. We yeah, Just yeah. saying. There you go. I'm here, you know? too. There you go. We out here. And and uh, Ash, you and Robin Lumberg, you you got Robin Lumberg on and, uh, Sports Illustrated. You know well, you I'm know saying? I had to hold it down yeah. over at SI. Robin tried <laughs> to tell me, one, he tried to tell me a couple days ago that the Nets ran not only New York, but the NBA. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just have to shut that down. Then yeah. he tried to tell me today that the call on us was not a missed call. It was indeed in travel. So I had to school him on basketball one on one. But you know the videos on my Twitter feed. If you guys want to go I, ahead and check I, that I out. But listen, somebody, we're not uh, tolerating no disrespect yeah, to the New York Knicks. Hundred percent. This year, next year, ever before, ever 100%. again, it's not happening. Those days are done. We in here. I seen somebody invite him over to Knicks Fan TV. He was like, yo, I'd be happy to do it. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Why? You, yo, the chat you might not be up, too. be able to bring Robin on. The Why chat not? might not go so easy on him, man, on that Robin Lundberg. He's been talking real spicy about us, man. Real spicy. You know what I mean? It, there's been somebody on Twitter that's been wanting us to go at him for, for ages, but, you know, I don't know. I'm going to have to sit on that one, man. But, um, yeah, so to everybody in the chat, though, man, you know, it's basically – uh, you know, the support of the people, the people that watch, the people that subscribe, the people that tune in day in, day out, uh, that allows me to, to have these opportunities to kind of quote-unquote represent the fan base in that way. 
And, um, you know, it's a great opportunity, man. It's a, it's a humbling experience. And, and uh, definitely appreciate everybody for their support. You know, when we say hit that thumbs up, when we say share these videos and, and uh, hit that like button and all of that, uh, that's what happens. You know, it it, uh, it promotes the show, it promotes our, our voices and more people tune in and, and the people that do see value from it. It, you know, it, it, it elevates us. It elevates all of us. And so it's it's an interesting journey. It's a journey that you feel like you take everybody with you on. You know, all the thousands of people that watch every day, you, you feel like you're all on that journey together. So it's definitely a great experience. And tune in next Tuesday. Tune in next Tuesday, ESPN Plus, ESPN Radio, XM70, Knicks Talk, a.k.a. me, School and Max Kellerman on the Orange and Blue. He's a Knicks fan, man. He's a real. He's a real Knicks fan. He's just playing. And so did you know wrong. that yeah. Robin was actually Max's intern? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I used to rock with them heavy when when well, Kellerman you was. You gotta bring him on. When Listen, Kellerman if you're gonna go legit. after the captain, you gotta go after. His no, first because meeting. because they, you know they both took that angle, like that LOL Knicks angle. They took that yeah. angle, you yeah. know, and 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 we're here on the day to day with the real. Are you scared? Never. Okay, Lumberg? Never. He's got a little Please. shook. I, all I'm hearing is no, excuses. All, I'm, I'm trying to save him from himself because the callers <laughs> and the chat will run him up out of here. I don't want it to be a bad experience. He, know, yeah, he knew what it was when he signed up. He approached you about doing it. He said he wants to come on. Yeah, he's ready he for the smoke, so if he, he wants it, you got to give it to him. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We might have to do that, man. We might have to do that. G-Money, BK Richards, let CP push him for per- Kendrick Perkins' spot. Oh, man. <laughs> let me um let me see what Dave is saying. So somebody asked Jay Boogie, let's see. Oh, they said slow-mo the chat. All right, let me slow-mo the chat. Slow that down a little bit and uh, get back to the callers. Let's go to Ken from Jersey. Ken, how you feeling? Hey, man, how's it going, y'all? Thanks for having me. No doubt, bro. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm good. Just wanted to talk about tonight's game. Had a... I pretty much had the whole lead up until the fourth quarter. Yeah. But I want to just repeat what last night's caller said about Frank. Man, if he give us anything offensively, we pretty much win this game. And I think it's time to pack him up, man. Be honest, <laughs> once D Rose come back. <laughs> you know that was the thing. I I forgot who who I was having that conversation with, and they were like, you know, what's what's is is Frank gonna be a long term stay in the rotation? And I just felt like, well, once D. Rose and Peyton come back, it doesn't seem like it because I have Obi penciled in in that spot. And then obviously you have Bullock, you have Burks in that wing spot as well. But it's just the frustration with Frank. It's been like this for four years. You know the defense is a constant. You know what I'm saying? The defense is there. He helps us a lot. Last night he was a, a, a huge factor in bringing us back into that game against the Nets huge factor when Frank came in big time difference maker but on the other end you're playing five on four and that hurts us man it hurts us so it's just a fine balance and any coach is going to be confused because you don't know what you're getting from the kid night in night out Alan Hahn came on the show in the preseason we said we talked about the same exact thing the coaches just don't know what you're getting from Frank from one night to the next. One night he looks like the Frank from San Antonio game. Next night is this, a goose egg, three air balls. You don't, you don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. You, you just and, don't know, man. You know, that was one of my critiques of Frank early on was, one, obviously the health thing, which you can't always help. Yeah. Most of the time you can't help. It's out of your control. Unfortunately, it's just a roll of the dice. But the other thing that I was – 
not sold on was just in one of my arguments was the inconsistencies in Frank. I, I just never know what kind of Frank, what version of him I'm ever going to get. It seems like he has these spurts where there's a couple of games back to back that maybe, you know, you see signs of life and you see signs of what he can be, who he can be, what he can be for this team. And then he just reverts to just basically just a, a body on the court that you just see running up and down, but he's not really doing anything. He's just there. He's just yeah. taking up space on the court. And it's just, I don't want to say he's a bust, but I think he's a bust for the New York Knicks. I just don't think he fits in what this team is trying to do. And again, that may change if you he surround can, if he him with shooters where it's not he, on he, him to go ahead and to not score as much. You're not expecting to put up these points on the board. He's more of there as a defensive effort. He's more of there to just make the other shooters uncomfortable on the opposing team. But that's not where we are right now. I don't know when we're going to get there, whether it's in the draft, whether it's in free agency, whether it's in trades. That's looking into the future. We're talking about right now, and right now, Frank is just not doing it. He's just not getting it done. He's not helping us yeah. where we need to help, where we need help. It's just zero offense from him, and we need all the offensive help we can get. CK, CK where are you at on Frank long-term, bro? Uh, I've, I've officially gone to the point where I feel like – literally what Ashley just said. I, he's – I still believe Frank Nilekina is somebody that can be of value in this league. I just don't think it's going to be with us, unfortunately, because – um, where do you find his minutes? You, you put it perfectly. Like when we get when we get healthy, where does Frank land? You know, I do believe Frank Nilakina when he has played his best basketball this season was next to a Derrick Rose or next to Emmanuel Quickly. But then with Alfred Payne coming back, we can sit here and play NBA 2K all we want and pretend mm-hmm. that Alfred Payne is going to be out of the rotation. But we know that's not going to be the case. He's going to be starting on this team when Alfred Payne comes back, and then that means we got IQ and D Rose once again coming off the bench and Frank then is going to be out of the rotation because, like you mentioned, Obi's going to play. Burks is definitely going to get his minutes. And then that leaves, uh, you know, Todd Gibson or whoever else is going to be the next guy. We only play nine players. So yeah. it's just at a point where Frank Nielakina, I do believe, can be, you know, of value, but it's just not going to be for us because hey. it's just he doesn't fit that role that we we need scoring right now. And then whenever we fall into situations like this where we're injured, he doesn't come through, you know what I'm saying? So uh, if we just don't have the, the rotation space, and it's been four years. I, I, I believe in him. I'll definitely cheer him on somewhere else, but I just don't yeah. see how it's going to work for us yeah. long term. He, he's he gotten the opportunities, and he hasn't really been doing anything with them consistently for all four years. Yeah, it's just the, the confidence, man. We always talk about the confidence. You know, here's Steve Popper from Newsday, beat writer. He says, last two games before the break, Frank was 8 for 11, 6 of 6 from downtown. In the four games since, he's 0 for 13, 0 for 6 from 3. So, it's, uh, you know, the enigma of Frank continues, man. Good defender, lousy on the offensive side of the ball. I also think, though, the the confidence issue is not 100% his fault. Um, You can obviously, you can sympathize with the fact or empathize with the fact that, you know, when you're constantly injured and unable to contribute to a team, and then you kind of have to acclimate yourself to the situation all over again. You're constantly going through that cycle. Injury, rehab, acclimation. Injury, rehab, acclimation. Injury, rehab, acclimation. It wears on you. It wears on you as a player. It wears on you mentally. It wears on you spiritually. So I don't want to say that 100% of Frank um, and, and him just not being there fully is on him. I think it's unfortunate that he's had the cycle the first four years in his in this league that he's had but 
it's the name of the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. a, it's unfortunate, but this is where we are. And I just think I would love to just see him in a situation where he can flourish. I just yeah. want to see him in a situation where he can be a contributing person, a contributing player on that court consistently, and his talents are valued. And whatever he can develop as the season progresses, as those seasons progress, he can do that at his own pace, at his yeah. own speed. It's yeah. just not going to happen on, in New York. Our trajectory at this point is just so far past what Frank can give us. We just can't wait anymore. We've already we've given him the opportunity yet again, and here we are having the same conversation we were having four months ago anticipating if he was ever going to see the court again we just it's it's just yeah. it the chapter's closed this is just this is just it it's over. all right forget about frank because we got a hundred dollar super chat in here from eugene he says number one this loss is in the third when we let curry go off i agree with that i hated that though man i hated that you know i was talking to my guy sean shepherd and right after halftime, I was like, yo, we got to come out with some intensity. Watch Seth Curry. He's about to go off. As soon as the half starts, he hits busters up for two back-to-back three-pointers. Back-to-back three-pointers. And then that play in the fourth, man, um, where Julius, you know, laid off him. I thought that was a momentum killer right there. And that's what got him back into the game. He says, number two, Tibbs has to draw up uh, better end-of-game plays. That's one thing. Uh, our our sidelines out of bounds and our after-timeout plays have not been as crisp under Tibbs as it has been under Miller. I thought Miller last year, uh, they executed very well after timeouts, uh, the Knicks did. I got to look up the statistically how it shakes out, but it just seems from the eye test, it seems like they were able to execute a lot better under Miller under the the uh, the the after timeout plays than than on the tips and also sidelines out of bounds and end the game. Uh, he also says number three, Obi and Frank look scared out there. That I can agree with. And uh, he says IQ is a two, not a one. I don't talk, but been watching for three years. Salute to Eugene. He says shout out CP for getting that ESPN exposure and killing that trade of Max Kellerman four to zero. Salute to Eugene, man. Definitely appreciate the. The Super Chat, appreciate the love. Uh, Varunsky's take sends us a $20 Super Chat. Varunsky's appreciate it. Uh, Eugene, definitely appreciate that. The rest of the Super Chats got erased. I got to find them somewhere. Marcus Marconi says, Suggs and Levine free agency backcourt is key. I think Levine's like two years Suggs? away, right? How, how are we getting Suggs? <sighs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't sorry. see it. Man. I'm sorry. I just... You got to go, go with the Will from LI plan if you want Suggs. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. There you go. We got fold. Yeah. We got to sell. That's what we got to do. It's I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, nice. it would be nice though. It would. It, it would be guys, great. Guys, we don't have enough likes. How many likes we got, Ash? Uh oh. What's the deal? Oh, we have four hundred and sixty-three. But likes. we have twelve hundred and seventy-nine, almost thirteen hundred people in this chat. So bunch of y'all are not hitting the thumbs up button. Yeah. I know we lost. I know we're in bitter moods. I know it's a back-to-back. The first game we shouldn't have lost, but that's in the past. But we got to hit the thumbs up because we are here. We are still pushing forward. Big Nation, New York Grits, never quit. So hit the thumbs up. And the seven people who hit the thumbs down, I see you. And I'm watching. Shout out to Dead the Hype. He said, Simp Fan TV, we in here heavy. He wants to be the captain, Ash. It's a lot of people stepping up, man. They want to be the captain. <laughs> we still got to do the Love Connection show, Ash. We got to figure that out, man. 
You have to hurry up and do this because the amount of DMs I get about this love connection. They're interested. About where they can apply, how they can apply, what's the criteria, where do you, how are we picking the contestants? We're going to figure that out. I'm directing all these DMs to you for now. We're going to figure that out. I don't have the answers. I'm about to get about Chuck Woolery bags. I'm about to get about Chuck Woolery bag. We're going to do this thing, man. I'm telling you, it's going to be a hit. Just trust. Trust and believe. It's going to be a hit. If you guys are new in the chat, leave us a hashtag new. If you guys are part of Simfan TV, leave us a hashtag Simfan TV. It is okay. There is no shame. We this is a judgment free zone. Let yourself be known. It is all good, man. No worries. No worries, man. This is a safe space for you guys. All right. All right. Let's get back to the phone. There you go, Chris Riddick. Go ahead. First one I saw. First go ahead, Chris bro. Riddick. Reese. Start it off. Start it off. <laughs> he said hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris from San Antonio's cracking up. Chris, what up, bro? <laughs> Yo, that's funny. Yeah, hashtag some fan TV. Yeah, but man. Shout out you in it, you in it, Dan. Chris is in it. Also wanted to shout out Ash because she does always drop those Drake bars, and I always notice the Drake bars that she drops. Yeah. I wanted to talk about the last two games, though, just real quick. We got uh, IQ starting, right, for the past two games against Easter Conference Finals uh, contenders, whatever you want to call them. And so this is a rookie, you know, 30 games in, however many games are in, going against these heavyweights. And, of course, we don't have, you know, our our, our cards or whatever you want to call them. But I think that for the losses that we got, as, as heartbreaking as they are, we you got to look at it from that perspective as well. Even though he didn't have, you know, the greatest games, uh, that's definitely what we like to see. He's out there and he's playing fearless. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to talk about Obi real quick because uh, I think the biggest thing that Obi will have to work on or however you want to call it is his strength. I mean, I've I seen him jump over Julius Randle and his father. Like, he's got all that athleticism in the world. He just needs to – get stronger because clearly he's not able to post up <laughs> some guards and that's that's like some KP type thing but I think that's going to change when he gets in the weight room and gets some more uh, NBA strength and uh, he was playing with uh, Jalen Crutcher last year he had Jalen Crutcher sitting next to him in the draft he credited him for getting him to the NBA and that's a point guard I think we were talking about how Derrick Rose is getting him involved a lot more mm-hmm. I think once D Rose comes back we're going to see you know OB at least take another step up and if we get some more play from D Rose later in the season we could see Obi take off. I also wanted to know what you guys think about uh Lonzo because I think it's possible we could get him to come here. We just have a lot of money. We have a big market. We could get him to play against his brother every now and then. And mm-hmm. uh I think we could get him to sign the at least to get him to sign the offer sheet. So I'm wondering what you guys feel about that because last time I called in I asked CK I mean C P and Alex what they felt about a prototype next to Randall would be, and they said a uh, scoring forward. They said, uh, Alex said Durant. So I'm wondering if you guys think that uh, Lonzo or a guard like that could also be a prototype that could yeah. come and help our team take it to the next level. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. PK just got goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw him get goosebumps when the word Lonzo was yeah. said. Chill yeah. out. No, no. Like, I just, it's my own, my, my people. That's all it was. Like, all right, here you go ahead, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, the thing I said about Lonzo is see what happens in the draft. Then you make a move. You know, you might have to make a move for him. And I don't think it would be a terrible move. I think he could help this team tremendously. Um, when you look at the, the way he can push the pace, he's a guy that can get from end to end in four steps. You know what I mean? He, he's a guy with blazing speed. He can push the pace for you, get you up tempo, um, get you some. If the three-point shooting is real, I like to see the rest of it, you know, for the rest of the season, that would be ideal as well. He can defend. So I, I think Lonzo um, could definitely help. I just, I'm just against the trading and signing yeah, players in, in, in the midseason. So I say go through the draft. See what you get out of it. If you don't feel like you have your point guard, 
try to get him. You know, try to get him. You got to try to make a move. And uh, a player who seems like he's improving and seems like he's on the rise, an upstart, uh, wouldn't be a bad idea. And you know LeVar would love to uh to, to, to come to MSG. And, man, I, you know and we'll put him on the show, bro. I got I'll be on that. I'll be on first that. I'll get LeVar on when, when it happens, we'll first get LeVar here first, and man. I'll be the one. I'll bring yeah. him on. I got you. I got Can you. Can you also imagine LeVar sitting next to Spike? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need, man. That would be, be crazy. It would be pure chaos. Yeah. 100 percent I don't know New York's right there. Oh my god, it'd be pure chaos. <laughs> yeah, man. We've got ESPN every single day. Wow. Let me salute the, some people. For in that the, alone. Salute some people <laughs> in the chat. Salute PH Hoodie. He's Team Hashtag New. Salute Jaime Fernandez. Says Team Hashtag New. He says Ola Depot's looking good tonight for Houston. All right. Didn't see the game. Um, good for Victor. Glad. Yeah. Yeah. Rolling out in Houston. Yeah. Shout out Seth Lewis. He says the real hashtag simp is Max for the Lakers. Ooh. All right. Let's shout out. Um, who we got? Dead the hype says we need simp fan TV merch. Oh my God! <laughs> Look, I'm trying. Sim Fan TV. I'm trying to. I'm trying to holler at them to get it going for you guys, man. I'm telling you, the people yeah, want man. it, y'all. The Abs- people want it. A- absolutely, absolutely. Shaq, put it on a T-shirt. Put it on a T-shirt. Cuisine Kings hashtag Sim Fan TV. What's good? Uh, Ash, who you want to shout out tonight? I can't believe when you started with this Sim Fan TV out of control. Listen, they're they're here. We embrace them. There is no shame um, in the game. Shout out to Michael Maldonado saying that ESPN could definitely use Captain Ashley. I appreciate that. Mm. Um, shout out to everyone in here who is new. Also, put your cities, put your locations. Shout out to all yeah, the thirty girls, cities in the Staten chat. Staten Island, Killer Queens, the Boogie Down Bronx, BK all day, Manhattan. Shout out to all of you guys. Shout out to the Lo- shout out to Long Island. Shout out to Jersey. Shout out to the whole tri-state area kicking it with us. Mm, yeah. And if you're not from the tri-state, go ahead and put your city in the chat so we can shout that out too. Yes, yes. Shout out Kyle Jackman, team hashtag new. Appreciate you. Uh, CK, you want, who you want to shout out, bro? Uh, well, since Lonzo Ball's been talking about, shout out to everybody talking about CK. They're talking about Lonzo. So shout out to all the Zoda NY folks in the chat. Shout out to all the Sim Fan. I got to give love to Sim Fan TV people because, yeah. like, the, the res- I got respect for you guys. Just come out here and let it be known how you feel. And that's why this I is a judgment-free zone. Because he was the first one. You know what I mean? I love this it. is a judgment-free right. zone. No man. shame in their game. I'm, yeah. I'm all about that. And shout out to all my patient Knicks fans in the chat. I'm seeing all the people talking about give Obi time and this and that. Yes, that's what we need more of, patience within yeah. this organization. But, yeah, shout out to everybody. Shout out to the new folks. And definitely shout out to CK Crew. I see yeah. you guys supporting. Love the, love the love that's coming over here. I love Christoph it. said, time to take a shave, your front break. No testimonial. <laughs> somebody asked, somebody asked, can we send Ashley our Manscaped application? Oh, God. No, 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 no. Shout no, 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 out to Fan TV, though. No. I do love you guys, but I don't, need, no. I don't need your Manscaped. No, no testimonials, man. No testimonials. Please, please, much. please. <laughs> Who we got in here? Sham Boy, what's going on? Checking in from JA. C. Marshall, Mount Vernon. All right, so he probably wants uh, Andre Drummond here. No Limit Cost says uh, hashtag Brooklyn. We got Will from LI, obviously, checking in in the chat. Will's in here. What's good? Jake Lake, Jake Lang says NYC to Los Angeles. We got uh, Mike DeCastro checking in from San Diego. You're no wild. doubt. Wow. Charlie's back in the building. He says Corona NY, baby, 11368. All right, all right. Uh, Steve Verna says, uh, I can draw. I'll draw the Simp Fan TV logo. Them boys <laughs> letting everyone know. 
What does a Simpsons yes. TV logo look like? Let him hey, figure we'll it out. Steve. Let him figure yeah, it out. Yeah, me I'm and ready. Steve, me and Steve <laughs> will coordinate. We'll coordinate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll coordinate that and, and, and figure it out. You know? You better hurry, you better hurry up and, and trademark that before someone takes yeah, it. Yeah, got to. Same, got bro. to, man. Yeah, I'm we're same. gonna do that. Let, let's go up north. The Canadian Homer's in the building. Hiller, how you feeling, man? How you doing, bro? Talk to me, man. Yo, CP, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me. What's bro. good, bro? How you feeling? Uh, I just wanted to. Uh, I'm all right, man. The back-to-back losses, you know, that kind of hurt me. But uh, watching RJ, like you know, being a beast that he is. Yeah. Yeah. Can't complain. Of course not. But. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk about the uh, Miles Turner rumors mm-hmm. that are circulating in the media. Mm-hmm. Turner would be an uh, interesting pickup if the Knicks decided to go that route. Uh, we all know like how much Tibbs loves uh, defensive players, and you know Turner obviously uh, provides that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, didn't Turner like lead the league in like uh, a few years ago in like uh, blocks per game? He does right I now. Got to double check on that, but uh, right now. okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, right. Uh, I like the fact that, you know, he's only 24 years old, and if you surround him with, like, a good core, you know, he's got the potential to be good. Plus, he would be more of an upgrade than Noel, you know, no no disrespect to him. And uh, I think right now, uh, Turner makes, like, $17 a season with the Pacers. I could Mm -hmm. be wrong, give or take. I got to double check on that. And, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to get uh, your guys' thoughts on that, and that's it. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my thoughts are, of course, I would take Miles uh, Miles Turner. I just think the uh, that rumor is a bunch of garbage. The rumor is the, the basically like the, the Knicks are among teams who would, could, should, may check in and see if Miles Turner is available. You know what I mean? It's one of those, like, right. stupid rumors, like, yeah, you just can't get nothing out of it. You know what I mean? Of course they would inquire. Teams inquire about players all the time, but I just right. don't think it has any legs. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, I'm not even going to comment on it. It doesn't exist. It's yeah. not, it's just not, it's just talk. That's what it basically is. It's, there's rumors, and then there's fantasies. Yeah. This goes in the fantasy section, yeah. so it's just not. another way to put the Knicks name in a, some kind of move going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a, it's a, what is it, clickbait? That's just what it is. That sort of sounded like, of course I'd take him in. You know, a guy that can hit the three, he could space the floor free, leads the lead. I believe he's at the top of the league in blocks. He's averaging 3.4 blocks a game. So uh, that's got to be up there. I got to see where his standings are. But Miles Turner, Miles Turner is flipping Mitch? No. No, hell no. No, 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 no. He, he, you're not getting blockness out of that. That's, that's for sure. No way. I'm definitely not doing that. But I completely agree. Uh, it, you know, if if he's if he could be had for cheap, I'd do it. But I don't. I don't even see why would the Pacers make him available. I, that's my problem, right? The it just, whole thing it just they win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, and, exactly. And that was the whole thing the whole in the thing article. The whole sense. the whole article was like the Knicks are among teams that would check that are checking in to see exactly. if he's available. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've heard, man. Trash. You know, it's one of those shoulda, could, should, could, would, may type of things. But, uh, yeah, if we want to dream, sure, I'd take Miles Turner on the Knicks. Yeah, def- definitely. Definitely. So, uh, so Taylor, though, um, o- always in a good mood, especially when RJ goes off. So, really? Yeah. Listen, it's not free health care they have in Canada, man. It's, yeah. It yeah. in a better mood. Huh? Man, yeah. Yeah, he came in here and make him free the unlimited amount of maple syrup. It's just, yeah. it's just a good time. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. 100%. It's not to be happy man. about. Facts. Let me get to my guy, Angel from Philly. Angel, what's good, bro? 
Yo, CP, what's good, bro? Gentlemen, how you feeling, bro? <clears throat> I'm good. Hey, what's going on, Ashley? What's up, CK, 2K? How y'all doing? Good, man. How you doing? Um, how are you talking? Hey, what's up, y'all? So, listen, man, um, like, we just got to be patient with the whole Obi thing. That's where I'm going to start off, you know. Um, we're not really, really running any plays for him right now. You know, when he's passing the ball, they got him at the three, like he said, Kurt. This boy can't shoot yet. He's young. You got to be patient. You got to run plays for him. You know, we need a floor general. That's another reason why we was turning the ball over in the second half. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, we definitely need, we definitely need shooting, bro, because Reggie Bullock, you know, he had zero points. Well, he had like three points in the last two games in the second half. That ain't going to get you nowhere when you're playing playoff teams. You know, it's the same thing with Frank, Frank DeLatina. His jump shot got the coronavirus, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, what's going God, on with his jump shot? I just can't stand it. Yeah. You know, and... And li listen, bro, like, I want to see RJ with the ball in his hands more because, you know, this guy, you know, he's really stepping his game up, and I'm very impressed, you know. And um, the way he's playing, like, why not? What do you got to lose, you know? And yeah. my last point, why not use Kevin Knox? I mean, I don't understand. If, if Obi can't score, and I'm a big Obi yeah. fan, you know, but if Obi can't do his thing, why not use Kevin Knox? Politics, man. The one thing we know about Kevin Knox is he can shoot. Yeah. That's the one thing we do know. And if you and you know, if you're not gonna play him, we gotta make a move for a floor general because obviously with Rose, you don't know what's gonna happen with that and shooting. Like we can't score in the second half, bro. We scored fourteen points in the fourth quarter blow and then and then we blew a nine point lead. Like every time Randall's going to the paint, you know, they're just suffocating him because he don't got nobody to pass the ball to. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we're good. And let me tell you something. I want all the smoke. You know, I ain't afraid of nobody. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. that's how awesome. us Knicks fans roll. We want all the smoke. Facts. So thanks for taking my awesome. call. And uh, CP, CP, I just want to say one last thing. Yep. I appreciate that W on Max, bro. You did your thing. Of course. Appreciate thanks you, bro. Thanks for taking my call, bro. Appreciate, appreciate it. it, Angel. Appreciate it. The OB thing just comes off. And his thank politics. you. Oh, he's off the phone. Oh, is, uh, is he off? Let me see. And now nah, Angel's back, man. Angel's back. Go ahead, Ash. Angel. Go ahead. I got your gift. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm not going to say what the gift You're is, welcome. but I appreciate your gift thoroughly. Thank mm. you very much. Oh, oh, oh! Hey, listen, man. We we all we all support each other, man. We all we all gotta ride together. That's how we roll. We stick to our word. That's how we roll. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. All Thank right. you. All right, all right, all right. Just began the war all of right. simp fans. Yeah, jeez. Even yeah. I got shy on that one, man. I was, man, jeez. Yo, okay, all right, all right, no doubt. Appreciate that. So to Angel though, man, he's a good caller. Definitely appreciate that. The original man says he's the king simp. The king simp, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> angel made it. Oh, nah, salute to Angel, man. Salute to Angel, man. Definitely appreciate that. Appreciate that. Wow. CK, um, don't encourage that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me stop. Let me stop. You're right. You're right. My fault. My fault. Um, <laughs> someone, someone say, yo, what's going on here? How come Angel got a head start? I'm telling you. It <laughs> You started a war. It's All angel. I did was say thank you for a gift. Did everyone say that you got a head start on the Love I, Connection? I, I, I don't fans? know, man. So they, I, they're calling foul play, CP. You went out of time, bro. I just facilitate. Time, I just CP. facilitate the conversations. I'm just the quarterback here. I don't know nothing else, man. Though I don't. Know. <laughs> I just facilitate the conversations, man. So to Andrew V, he says I'm super chatting from a chimichuck in the Heights. 
Go Knicks. Get Frank a shooting coach or a shrink. Shout out to Charlie. Stay wild, my guy. Hashtag TMK. Yo, Andrew, give me the address of the truck, man. I'm about to pull up, man. I feel like I got to get back outside, man. I haven't been outside in ages like that, like that. So, uh, if if I don't know, is it your truck? You own the truck, or you just pulling up for a snack or something like? Do you own the truck? If you own the truck, give me the location. I'll pull up. Maybe do a post game from the truck. From the Chimmy truck, you know what I'm saying? That might be a, a dope little thing no. for the summertime, man. Go out in the heights and uh and, and post up. Yeah, that definitely might be the wave. So yeah, Andrew, definitely um throw the location out there, man. Appreciate the super chat though. <laughs> Someone said Angel <laughs> needs to be arrested for insider trading. <laughs> so bad. I'm trying not to. It's so funny, bro. <laughs> It's wild and out right now, man. Yeah, it's wild, man. It's wild. You got to have fun after a loss like tonight, man. Uh, oh, Chris Dobbs sends a super chat. He says, Ash, do you like bun and cheese? Same fan TV. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's April. Easter's coming up. You know, you got to get your bun and cheese on, man. De- definitely. So salute to Christoph. You know what time it is. Definitely. All right, last call of the night. Let's go to uh, DJ from Shaolin. DJ, how you doing, bro? Before we go, now I me mean, hit that thumbs up button for your team. Always, Yo, always. CP, I'm very proud of you because Max is like, I, I can't with that dude. That <laughs> dude is the definition of a simp. Yeah. He's a real definition of a simp. Yeah. Actually, I don't know what you're doing to these boys, man, but you still, uh, you still the little sis to me uh, over that Denzel Washington gig. <laughs> I, I ain't letting that go. But um, as far as this game in particular, this game, like every time I watch, I, like I'm watching the highlights now, and obviously the, the Pelicans are playing the Blazers. They're smoking them off the court on CJ's first night back. I just look at Lonzo Ball, and I'm like, he unlocked so much for so many players on this team. And I just, I, I really, I don't know what it'll cost. Like I've been on this bandwagon with Lonzo. I, I might be the bus driver of this bandwagon with Lonzo, but if I could get Lonzo with JJ Reddick, sure, man, sure. I'm more than happy. You don't gotta do nothing. Else. You don't need nothing else, man. That Miles Turner thing, as far as the Miles Turner thing, I was going to ask you that, CP. I was hitting you up earlier. One could dream. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I could say. One could dream. Well, that's all I could say. But, um, you know, we we got a game on Thursday against the Magic. Magic struggling. Hopefully Rose is back. I know his, you know, his friend had a sudden, you know, death. That's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. I relate. So, you know, hopefully once we get the group back together, because mind you, like everybody has to calm down. Like, this is the number one, the number one seed and the number two yeah, seed. Yeah. So everybody just take a fall back, and you know just relax. We're gonna get reinforcements on the way. Um, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Um, I, I, you already went into Miles Turner, so I don't gotta say much. But CP, I'm proud of you. Keep dishing it on Max every Tuesday. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate it. Definitely appreciate the call. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Hundred percent. Hey, yeah, man, great show. Great, great show indeed. We are back on, what's the next game? I got to check. What's the next game? Thursday, no? Thursday, yeah. Thursday against the Magic. Yeah, Thursday against the Magic. So, Knicks are back against the Magic. And, yeah, you could definitely look at it like that, you know, from DJ's perspective. um, Silver Linings, you know, we we did take the top two seeds in the East to the wire. A shorthanded Knicks team on the second night of a back-to-back, they fought. You know, uh, they definitely did fight. And uh, the frustration lies in the fact that in late game situations, like last night, like tonight, you just want to be able to etch those out. The good teams do, and the bad teams don't. And sometimes it's just as simple as that, man. And 
uh, Julius RJ. They 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 gave it their all, but they they just fell short, man. So Knicks go down. Now 20 and 21 on the campaign, but uh, you know we'll, we'll have to bounce back again. The Magic game is a game. It's a team that's uh, fighting for your position. They want your spot. You got to take it at home. You got to take it from them. If they lose that game, that's a true disappointment. So let, let's see if they uh, if they bounce back. All right. Um, what else we got here? Salute to the rhyme animal Chuck D says uh, sends a super chat. He says shows like this. Lessen the fan pain for real in the past after Nick lost, you felt alone and slapped and you could slip and harm furniture. <laughs> yeah, man. It was one of those nights, Chuck. Yeah, definitely one of those nights, man. But definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in. And uh let me get my outro music. And then we out of here. CK, good show, bro. Go ahead and uh sign out, man. Yeah, man, same thing that you said at the top. We're going to move on. Big game against the Magic on Thursday. Um, big game for the fact that we don't want to fall too far behind 500. So, check it off, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be okay, and we'll see that game then. But you know the deal. Follow me everywhere at CK2K. New videos uh, damn near every day. New videos tomorrow. Check it out. Uh, yeah, just search CK2K. You will find me. And also, to the last caller, and to y'all in the chat, uh, I'm the original driver of the Lonzo Ball to New York train. All right, just, just, so, just to get that real, okay? All right, so the NY, you know what it is. Absolutely, absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself, CK. Got to keep pushing forward. What is done is done. We are looking to the future. We got work to do the New York Grits. We never quit. As usual, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ashley Cormoss. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, All In with Ashley Nicole. Hit the thumbs up on my most recent video. Give me some views. And shout out to all of Simp Fan TV. I love you guys. <laughs> Especially Angel. Salute to everybody in the chat. Once again, hit that thumbs up on Free Squad. Tough loss tonight, man. 96 to 93. Seemed like we had it, but uh, Sixers just took it, man. They were a good team, and they took it out of our hands. Remember, this show's available in audio podcast format. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Alexa, all the major ones on the Knicks Fan TV. So never have an excuse to miss it. Once again, please hit that like button. Please hit that thumbs up button. Share these videos. Make sure you catch CP versus Kellerman 4. TM, if you could throw the link in the chat, please do so. Also, please uh, throw the link in the chat for the Discord group. For those of you that like Discord, the conversation is always going. We got a robust group of almost 400 strong in there talking about the Knicks. It's a 24-hour conversation, so make sure you guys join that. As usual, thanks for Manscaped. Thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Remember to go to manscaped.com, promo code NICKS, and get 20% off plus free shipping, and that's shipping uh, U.S., U.K., European Union, and Australia. So all of you guys will be taken care of. Just no testimonials. Remember that. No testimonials. No testimonials. A um, couple more things before we wrap. Let me just get these models turned and joints out of here. Let me salute some of the uh, super chats that uh, that came in as of late. Real quick. Let's go to... Some of them got erased, so I'm not sure what happened. Uh, Angels sends a super chat. He says, yo, CP, definitely need the info on the love connection. And tell Ash, there's more gifts coming. Bullock oh, Frank did the same thing. <laughs> The Giants did in free agency absolutely nothing 
but on to the magic. Man, oh man, can the Giants, if the Giants fans in the chat, can we get Kenny Galladay from Christ's sake? Can we get a good receiver? I'm Dave Gettleman is getting me nervous, man. I just don't know. I don't know what Gettleman is doing out there, and, and I'm very, very nervous about this guy's moves, man. I, I need Kenny Galladay in a giant uniform, man. Let's see what happens. Dylan Alex says, Kyle Lowry is built like a Hummer, no cap. <laughs> what? Emil Baumont Source is an Australian super chat. He says, one more question for the crew. Do you think the two heartbreakers will affect our confidence going forward? Because confidence is a big thing with this team. Well, the confidence seemed like it was on point in this game, man. They, they, you, you wanted to see whether it was going to shake them up tonight, you know, versus last night. But they came in strong. They definitely came in strong. So... Uh, no, I don't think so. I think we'll be fine, man. I, I think we'll definitely be fine. Agreed. Some more, some more super chats have come in. Let me get to them. Tiger Style says Frank Hive hanging on for dear life. Your boy don't love you. Can't you see that in his horrendous play? Wake up, you fools! Let this little baguette go far away. Hey, man, they spent Skrilla. I'm just reading. I'm just a messenger, people. Please, please. No thumbs down on that. I'm just a messenger. Got your open salute. Got your open games, man. He's been making a lot of uh, funny uh, uh, memes and videos of, of the CP Kellerman war. So appreciate you on that. He says, two tough losses. Quickly, only one turnover as a starting point guard. Jay Renee says, I don't think IQ point is fair. Dude got his first two starts against literally the top two teams in the East, and he didn't back up an inch. Ron Hansley says, Luke, my bro, Ron Hansley says, tough back-to-back losses on a brighter note. Bring out the brooms. Shout out to CP, the Kellerman killer, as Max drops the ball once again like a Noel and Bullock fast break. <laughs> Hit that thumbs up for your squad. So my guy, Ron Hansley. Um, uh, Ruel, appreciate it. Paul Robinson says, Obi needs to work with Hakeem this summer. Eugene, appreciate it once again. $100 super chat. Uh, Luther McElroy says, hashtag Kellerman sweep. No doubt. Tom Herrera. Obi's offensive strengths are playing in a fast-paced offense with a dynamic point guard. We run a slow half-court style. Everyone standing on the perimeter. Why draft this kid in the lottery if he's a poor fit and tip system? Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. But we'll have some patience with him. New York sports guy says, I'm out on Frank. Assign him to clapping duties next to Theo. <laughs> Yo. And free C- and free quarter boy Kev. Uh, SN is CK for the long term. Then I like the current dynamic. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Dre and Marie says, hoping Leon is not too prideful to trade Obi. It's early, but he does nothing good, and it's putting pressure on Randall because he can never rest. That's what I'm saying, and it was evident tonight. That's all. You know what? We understand Obi's shortcomings. But it, it's it's having cascading effects. This is why Tibbs has to look at this. You truly want to, you know, have plays that affect winning. Always not doing that for you. And it's it, it's you know it could be affecting losing down the stretch in this tough schedule. Not saying Kev is a world beater, but he he, he deserves a look because I think he'll give you some better minutes than Obi's going to give you right now. First Lady of Sports says I believe Frank was in the mindset that. He was playing off ball this year. I believe moving him to the point guard was mentally affecting him. He was playing. Um, he was playing well as the one and the three. Frank is is a defensive Tony Allen. She's, she's playing well at the two and the three. She meant. 
Uh, Jacob Carlson always playing nervous. Too much is on his head. Athleticism is there, but he needs somebody to develop his mental more than develop his physical. Maurice Baker, Obi Toppin, be like Jermaine O'Neal when he was drafted to Portland. Playing behind Sheed. It's a good comparison. And J.O. became a beast. He'll develop some go-to moves in a season or two. He'll be straight. Well, I think, you know, J.O. Had a, had a much more polished overall game, though. I think, you know, that's that's the tough part. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see if Obi can, can round that out. But I don't, I'm not sure, man. Well, we'll see how it goes. Junior Chroma says, CP the Don, you made it, brother. Gonna be a regular on the Max Radio Show. You, sir, are the chosen one. What a blessing. And shout out to Jay Ellis. Paul Robinson says, Obi can be a factor off the bench next year. Malum, Frank's the best. Plus minus of the team in the last two games. Not not a good plus minus when you when you're airballing th- <laughs> shots when we need it. You know that that's where plus minus is kind of a useless stat. You got to take a look at what's going on in the flow of the game. Uh, Ob uh, Chuck D says it takes two to three years to be a Nick in NYC. Simple as that. Charlie Correa says tough loss watching KFT with the all definitely helps heal the pain. Can't wait for Nick's fan tv fan tv <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag tfk uh julius randall steve vernis is julius randall trying to double team the bias leaving curry wide open for three was the game seth curry man yeah yeah it's a tough one Barunsky's take thanks for the super chat where else and uh k walden says this team is desperate for scoring we miss rose and mitch Dylan, Alex, Kyle Lowry equals Raymond Felton without Drake's phone number. Dylan, Dylan always with the zingers. No Cowboys ones today, but he, he's on the Kyle Lowry one. Cuisine King says, what, w- what would be a good trade for Lonzo Ball? Also, do you think he would consider coming in free agency? Thumbs up for the squad. Hashtag SimpfanTV is up in here. What do you think would be a good trade, TK? Uh, I don't know if that's a question you want to ask me. Um, I, I, I'm look. I'm willing to package a lot for him. I just don't want to give up this uh, 2021 pick. Mm. That, that's that's all I'll say on that. And Ian Begley was on the show, so he thinks it's going to be a, t- a high price. I think so too. Hundred percent. I'm look. I'm with you, man. I, w- I would love to trade for him just because of the. Uh, I, I'm pretty much just trading for the uh, the rights, you know, because he restricted this year. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm with you. I, I don't think. I think we can. Close to the club, but I don't think they're going to sign him back on because they don't have that much money. So I, I, I'm with you. Go through the draft and try and sign him in off season. I'm with you on that. That's a fact. Someone put someone put in their Clive voice, simping, swishing, and dishing. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great way to end it, man. Tough loss, but uh, we'll bounce back, man. We'll see you out Thursday night. Post-game live. Number Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.